0: This anointed teaching by Apostle Theo Volmerans comes to you from Christian Family Church International. Hi family, it's so good to be back together again with you here in Johannesburg Christian Family Church. Praise God, what a great ministry. We love you all. You look so great and I can't wait to be there in person. Very soon, with celebration. All right, today's message is titled, The Eagle Christian. The Eagle Christian. Now, I have taught this message in the past years ago, but I'm going to be teaching it today with a whole lot of new things added to it. So open your Bible to Isaiah chapter 40, please. Isaiah chapter 40. And we'll begin with verse 29. God gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, He increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. So God says even young people will get tired, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Praise God. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's a powerful promise. And the reason is they wait on the Lord. In other words, they spend time with God. Those who spend time with God will find their strength increase. Not only spiritually, physically as well. All right. There are two kinds of eagles. Firstly... The one called the lesser eagle or the smaller eagle. Secondly, there's the greater eagle. The greater eagle. The smaller eagle will eat off dead animals. The remains of animals that have been killed by other animals. That's what they'll eat. Now, the greater eagle eats off living animals, such as lambs, foxes, rabbits, etc. The greater eagle will catch them and eat them himself, alive. The smaller eagle has a wingspan of four feet, or just over one meter. And the greater eagle has a wingspan of fourteen feet, which is about um, uh, four meters, four meters across. And the smaller eagle will live as long as six or seven years, and the greater eagle will live 50 years. 50 years. Today, we will learn that we have a choice in life. We either want to be a lesser eagle or we want to be a greater eagle. By choosing not to be a greater eagle, we automatically become the lesser eagle, the smaller eagle. Let's go to Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. But Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Every word. Not most. Every. Every. So we cannot survive in life on bread, steak, vegetables, etc. alone. In other words, we cannot survive just by feeding the physical man. The Word of God gives us life for the spiritual man. John 6, 63. Jesus said, it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. As you read God's Word, you are exposing your spirit and your mind, your heart, to God's life. The very life that sustains God Himself is what you are exposing yourself to when you read and meditate in the Word of God. This is the food of the greater eagle Christian. That's the food of the greater eagle Christian. The greater eagle feeds off living cells that give him life approximately 50 years. Those Christians who do not feed from the Word of God will find Satan stealing from them all the time. And finally, they will be destroyed by the enemy. The Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 4 verse 6, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. My people. God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And we see it happening all around us. God's choice people, either falling by the wayside or something bad happening to them and they just keep failing. Keep failing. And Joshua 1.8 is a powerful, powerful verse where God tells Joshua how to walk in the footsteps of Moses to have a supernatural life and lead the children of Israel after Moses has died. God said, Joshua, you shall meditate in the Word day and night. You'll meditate in my Word day and night. Not once in a while. This means we must think about God's Word. All the time. Not once a week on a Sunday. Why must we read and meditate on God's word? Why must we do this day and night, I wonder? God knows why. Here's the answer. That you may observe to do according to all that's written in it. So if I meditate in the word of God, I'm going to start doing what it says. That's the key. If I'm not doing what the Bible says, it's because I'm not meditating in it. That's why. Now, what happens to those who become obedient to to the Word of God? Those who become doers of the Word of God, hearers and doers. What happens? The next part of the verse says, For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. The quality of life that we live is our personal choice. God is telling us here the quality of our life that we live is our personal choice. He's given us the best possible tools to succeed. God desires the very best for us. Otherwise, He wouldn't have told us how to get it. It's in His Word. Meditate in that. Hallelujah. Now, the great eagle has two sets of eyelids. He can look directly into the sunlight without being blinded. The great eagle Christian can look at the Word of God and they will understand what Jesus is saying without being blinded by the revelation of the Scripture. When the wind begins to blow, And the storm comes. And the wind can blow 100 kilometers an hour, sometimes 200 kilometers an hour. The trees might bend and break and crack. The great eagle can see the storm coming a long way away. He goes to the top of a high mountain. And he leans towards the wind. Then he locks those giant wings. When he's ready, at the right moment, his giant claws release the mountain. Instantly, he begins to soar straight up into the air, carried by the wind. He doesn't flap his wings. They're locked on his back. It has been recorded that the giant eagle can fly 10,000 feet high. And some pilots have told me that they've seen the giant eagle fly much higher than that. He soars above the storm. The giant eagle can do this because he feeds on living food. Now the Christian who feeds on living food, on the Word of God, every day, or soar above the storms of life. He'll or, or she'll soar above the storms of life when we feed on the living word. When other Christians talk to the giant eagle Christian, they will never know that they are riding the storms of life. They'll never know what they are dealing with. Because they won't tell you. Because they are full of God's word, they only speak positively. They only speak faith words. Their faith carries them up on top of the storms of life. He's not moved by what he sees. He's only moved by what the word of God says. The storms of life don't shake him or her. They don't make rash decisions on emotions. They act on the word. They speak the word. And the storms change. Us born again Christians are born again to be above only and not beneath. Say that I'm born again to be above only and not beneath. Praise God. We are born again to be the head and not the tail. Say that. I am born again to be the head and not the tail. That giant eagle can see a rabbit three miles away. He can dive from as high as three or four kilometers up in the air and swoop down onto that rabbit at incredible speed. That rabbit will never know what hit it because that giant eagle is traveling as fast as 320 kilometers per hour. The greater eagle is the king of all birds. He is a symbol of courage and power. The Christian who doesn't feed on the word of God is ruled by circumstances. Again, The Christian who does not feed on the Word of God is ruled by circumstances. They make all their decisions based on circumstances. He's always down, always discouraged, always overcome by the problems of life. He never gets up. He never wins. And you'll always see him with a long face. He always complains, and when you ask him how he's doing, be ready for an hour of complaining. If you don't have anywhere to go, then you can ask him. But if you do, best don't ask him how he's doing. When a storm hits the word, Christian, when a storm hits the giant Christian, the giant eagle Christian, it just drives him further into the word of God. It makes him get alone with God and his word even more when the storm hits the giant eagle Christian. It strengthens his prayer life. He begins to pray with more fervency and more intensity. The word Christian knows where his strength comes from. Like all God's creatures, the greater eagle eventually gets old his feathers begin to get shabby. They begin to break. They begin to fall off. Maybe he reaches the age of 40 and begins to slow down. He can still soar above the storms of life. Maybe he can only soar at two and a half kilometers instead of four. However, He's not as swift and as young and as strong as he used to be. Maybe sometimes the animals get away. He doesn't catch every animal he tries to catch. And the older he gets, the more times he misses the kill. Then he realizes, in order to eat, he has to hang around the other young eagles and eat their leftovers. Now he has a choice. He can continue doing this until he dies, eating off dead food that other eagles have left behind. Or he can choose to have his youth renewed. Choose to have his youth renewed. And this is the only creature that God has made that can do that. There's a price to pay, there's a price to pay. The Bible says the eagle renews its youth. Well, I'm going to share a legend with you. A legend. Legend has it. Once he has made his choice, he flies up into the air. He begins to circle the mountains looking for a secret cave. He can see the cave from three miles away. He is searching for a rock that he can hide behind. He can hide behind, where he can be absolutely alone. That rock he hides under must be near a little stream of water, or a little waterfall. He selects his little waterfall high up in the mountain. Usually up in the mountains you will find beehives, and he will eat the honey from the beehive. All eagle Christians know that God is their rock and their fortress. They go to the Lord to be renewed in their strength. They don't fly around from Christian to Christian to be strengthened and encouraged. They go straight to the rock of their salvation. They go straight to the Word of God and feed on the Word themselves. They don't whine, they don't complain. They are like David, who said in Psalm 18, verse 2, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. Those are the words of David, and those are the words of a giant eagle Christian who goes to God for his strength, goes to the word of the Lord. Now, once the giant eagle gets settled in his cave, in the rock, behind the rock, once he finds a place where he feels comfortable and safe, the first thing he does, he begins to scrape his beak against the rock, sharpening his beak, sharpening his beak. It'll take hours upon hours to do that. Scraping off the barnacles. He files it on the rock, Hour after hour until it becomes as sharp as a razor again. He is strengthening his mouth on the rock, straightening it out, straightening it out. All giant eagle Christians know that when they need to be renewed, when they need to be renewed, the first thing they must do is get their mouth lined up with the word of God. Get our tongue straightened out, Our mouth lined up to speak only the word when we need to be renewed in strength. We go to the word of God and look at our words. What have I been saying? And they check that. And then they start speaking the word of God to their problems. The rock of their salvation. That's where they go. All giant eagle word Christians know When they speak God's word, it goes forth sharper than any two-edged sword. They know that. Satan stands paralyzed. Satan stands naked and helpless and defenseless before the spoken word of God. From the mouth of the giant eagle, Christian, the word is spoken and Satan can do nothing to defend himself. The next thing a giant eagle does is totally amazing. With that sharp beak, he begins to pluck off all of his feathers, pulls out his feathers until he is totally naked without any covering, totally helpless. He can't fly. Totally plucked. No feathers on his body. He can't fly. He can't defend himself. That giant eagle Christian does the same thing. When he gets alone with the Word of God, he measures his life against the Word, against the Scripture. Begins to use the Word of God to measure his life and pluck out from his life all the wrong thoughts, the wrong motives, all bitterness, all unforgiveness, all resentment. All the sin that's unpleasing to the Lord that he sees in the Word of God. All the jealousy, the hatred, the dissension, evil speaking about other people. All the wrong lifestyles. All the things he does wrong in his life. Actions. He plucks it out of his life. In that very special, quiet time with God that intense. Time when the storms of life come he gets alone with God and his word he cleanses his life and renews his thinking straightens out his mind and his words line up with God's word now that eagle stands completely naked underneath the clear blue sky on the top of that giant high mountain there he stands can you see him in, the, in, the, in your imagination, in your mind? Can you see that eagle standing on top of that very, very high mountain, thousands of feet up in the air, helpless, no feathers? That's the giant eagle. The eagle Christian bears his heart, and he stands open and honest before God. He is not prepared to hide anything from his Creator. He stands naked before God. Telling God all the things that he trusts God will change in his life. And he doesn't like what he sees. Bears his heart to the Lord. So there we have the giant eagle standing naked with no feathers. Thousands of feet up on the mountain. I wonder what he does next. What he does next is startling. It's amazing, dynamic, and powerful. It's going to change our life forever. If you want to know what he does next, you can't miss next weekend. I'll see you next weekend as we carry on and learn about this giant eagle. The first time I taught this message was 1983. And I've taught it several times since then. But we're taking all my previous messages out of circulation until I'm done with this because I'm adding things to it. And then I'll bring those other ones back. If you want to go back and listen to them, you're welcome. But right now, I encourage you, don't miss next weekend. It's going to blow you away and thrill you and fire you up. All right? God richly bless you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. How many would say, Apostle Theo, I need to be sure I'm going to heaven one day. I don't know where I'm going. I don't want to die and go to hell. Can you help me? Yes, I can. I'm going to count to three. If you'll slip your hand up, I'll include you in this prayer. I'll include you in this prayer. And God will come to you right there in your seat and give you the understanding that you are saved, you are forgiven, you're bound for heaven. If you want that from God, slip your hand up, when I count to three. This is the most important decision you will ever make in your life. Are you ready? I'm counting. One. Two, three, raise those hands. Now, if somebody's coming to put their hands on your shoulders, let you know we love you and Jesus loves you while I pray. All right, there we go. Everybody in the house, say this little prayer with me, please. Dear God in heaven, please forgive me for my sins. Thank you. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Save my life. Thank you. I believe you have risen from the dead and you are alive forevermore. Today I make you the Lord of my life. I will serve you with all of my heart till I see you face to face on that wonderful day.